Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos daf Kuf Vav. We're starting with a brand new parak of Kol Kisve. Today's daf is sponsored B'schos Adina Bas Aviva Rachel. She should have incredible atzlacha in everything she does. And the Mishnah says Kol Kisve Hakodesh, all holy scriptures referring to Tanach, Torah, Nevim, Ksuvim, Matzilon, Oisan, and They may be saved from a fire on Shabbos. This is specifically referring to the case where they're in Rosh Hashanah and a person saving them, bring them into a mavui, an alleyway, which does not have an eruv of Shitufe Muvos. And the Gemara is going to explain in greater depth what exactly this kula is. The Mishnah continues, Bein she'karn behen, bein she'inkarn behen. Whether or not they're going to be read in public, referring to Nevi'im, which is read in Haftarah, or whether it's not going to be read in public, and not even in private, referring to Ksuvim. Afal pishiksuvim b'chalashen, even though these farm are written in any language, tun and Geniza, they need to be hidden away, they need Geniza to be placed and buried in the ground with respect. Umbipnei ma'inkarn behen, why would we not read from them, as we had just mentioned in the Mishnah? The Mishnah says, Mipnei bitol beis medrash, because this is going to stop people from going to the beis medrash. Rashi explains that the laymen, the simple people that would work all week and didn't have time to learn, they didn't really know much. So on Shabbos, there was this very long drasha in which the person would weave into it basic halacha that the person needed to know. And now if they would read Sifre Ksuvim, which is very geshmak, easy reading, then they wouldn't go to that drasha and they wouldn't know how it Jews should act properly. Therefore, the Chachamim said, no reading Suvim on Shabbos, even a person in his own private home. And the Gemara says, Itmar, what about if the Tanakh was written down in Targum, which means Targum Unkelis in Aramaic, or in any language? Rav Huna, Rav Huna says, they may not be saved from a fire. Rav Chizda, Rav Chizda says, they may be saved from a fire. And now the Gemara is going to talk about a Machlekes between the Tanakhama and Ram Gamliel in Masechus Megillah, whether or not we're actually allowed to write these down in different languages. Tanakhama holds that Tanakh may be written in different languages, whereas Ram Gamliel holds they may only be written in Greek, but not other languages. And now the Gemara says, based on that, according to the Mandamar, that you're allowed to read from them. This is Tanakhama says that you're allowed to write them, so you're also allowed to read them. So everyone agrees that you would be allowed to save them from a fire, both Rav Huna and Rav Chizda. According to Mandamar, Ram Gamliel, that you're not allowed to write them down, which means you're not allowed to read them either. So Rav Huna, Rav Huna says, you're not allowed to save them. The because you're not allowed to read them either. So they have no Kedusha, so you're not allowed to save them from the fire and Shabbos. Rav Chizda, Rav Chizda says, Matzilin, you are allowed to save them. You shouldn't be Because at the end of the day, it's a disgrace to the Kisvei HaKadosh. At the end of the day, they have some sort of Kedusha, even though you weren't allowed to write them down. Nonetheless, you did write them, so they have some sort of Kedusha, and therefore you'd be allowed to save them from a fire on Shabbos. Now the Gemara asks, hold on, Tanan, our Mishnah said, All holy scriptures are allowed to be saved from a fire on Shabbos. Whether or not you're allowed to read them. And even though they're written in any language. And now we say, my love, Shekarn Bahen, doesn't mean that when it says Shekarn Bahen, Nevi'im, that's referring to Nevi'im. Vishain Karn Bahen, when it says we're not allowed to read from them, Ksuvim, that's referring to Ksuvim. And Afal Bishakhsum Bahalashin, even though it's written in any language, that's referring to Deloy Nitner Likers Bahen, even the ones that we're not allowed to read from them. And nonetheless, the Mishnah says, Vikatani Matzilin. That tells us that we are allowed to save it. Tifta Dravhuna, that's a Tiftan Ravhuna that says that you're not allowed to save them on Shabbos. It seems from a Mishnah you are allowed to. Amlachar Ravhuna Ravhuna will tell you, no, Vitizbara, is that reasonable the way you're explaining the Mishnah? Ema Seifa, I'll tell you the Seifa of the Mishnah. It says to Unin Geniza. They need to be placed into Geniza. If you're allowed to save them, Geniza Mubaya, you need to tell me that you have to put them in Geniza. Obviously, they have some sort of Kedusha to them that you're allowed to save them from fire on Shabbos. Of course, they would need Geniza. What's the Chiddush? So, Elo of Huna Mitarzal Tamei, Rav Chizim Mitarzal Tamei. Both of Huna and Chizda explain the Mishnah according to their own reasoning. Rav Huna Mitarzal Tamei, he explains, Bein Shekarn Behem, that's referring to Nevi'im. Bein Shein Karn Behem, that's referring to Ksuvim. And Bamed Varma Murim, we have to stick this in. When is that said? Shekhsuvim Balashan Kaddish. Only if it's written in 
Lashon HaKadosh. Avol B'chol Lashon, if it's written in some other language, then Ein Matzilin, then you're not allowed to save from a fire on Shabbos. Vafilu Hachi, and nonetheless, Geniza Bo, they still need proper Geniza. Rav Chizda Metatzotameh, he explains the Mishnah, Bein Shekarn Behen Nevi'im, Bein Shein Karn Behen Ksuvin, and Afol Pishak Ksuvin B'chol Lashon, even though it's written in any other language, Nami Matzilin, you're still going to save it. Vachi Kamar, and this is an explanation of the continuation of the Mishnah, Mekak Shelohen, their decayed parts, to Una Geniza. Those need Geniza. So therefore, we have no redundancy, and we have nothing unclear, both according to Rav Huna and Rav Chizda. Now the Gemara asks, Mesve, we're going to ask a question of Rav Huna. How you custom Targum? If it was written in Targum, V'chol or in any other language, Matzion HaSen Dleka. We're allowed to save it from a fire. Tift is Rav Huna. That's a disproof to Rav Huna. Amach Rav Huna, Rav Huna will tell you, Hai Tana, Sovereign, Nit Nulik Respen. That Tana, that Brysa holds, that you're allowed to read from them, if you're allowed to read from them, so you're allowed to save it. And I don't argue with that, says Rav Huna. The whole thing I'm saying is that when you're not allowed to read from them, then you're not allowed to save them. The Gemara continues, Tashma, Hayuksuvin Giptes. Let's say it's written in ancient Egyptian, Madis, written in Median, Ivris, it's written in Ksav Aver Harnar, from the other side of the river. This was this ancient Hebraic script that was used up until the times of Ezra HaSefer. Ilmis, it's written in this other script, Yavanis, or in Greek. So the Brasis says, Beferish, even though you are not allowed to read from them, you're allowed to save it from a fire. This is a clear disproof to Rav Huna. Rav Huna will tell you, you know what, Tanahi, it's actually whether or not even something that's not allowed to be read from, if it's allowed to be saved from a fire. Detanya, we have a b'raisa. Hayyuksuvim targum. If it was written in targum, buchalashin, or in any language, matzilin asem pnei adleka. You're allowed to save it from a fire. Rabbi Yisroel, Rabbi Yisroel says, "Ain matzilin asem pnei adleka. You don't save it from a fire." And now, before the Gemara clarifies what exactly the machlekes tanaim is, it just continues talking about this b'raisa. And Amar Rabbi Yisroel, Rabbi Yisroel says, "Maisa baba chalafta." There's a story with my father chalafta. Shalachetz Rami Gamliel Beribi Beteveria. He went from Gamliel Beribi in Teveria. Not that Rami Gamliel's father was Rabbi. It's that Rami Gamliel was a great man, so we called him Gamaliel Beribi. And Abba Chalafta, my father, found that Rem Gamaliel was at the table of Yechon Nazov, and in his hand he had a Sefer Eiv that was written in Aramaic, and he was reading from it. My father told him, I remember your grandfather, Rem Gamaliel, he was standing on a step of Harabais, they viewed in front of Sefer Eiv, and they brought in front of him a Sefer Eiv, Targum, that was written in Aramaic, and he told one of the builders there, Bury it underneath a row of bricks, meaning you shouldn't have it. And based off of that, Rabbi Gamliel Baribi told the people around him that they should put this into Geniza also and they shouldn't read from it. And now just a different version of the story. Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yehuda, he says, They took a bucket of clay and dumped it on top of this sefer that was on Harabayas. Amar Rebbe, Rebbe says, hold on a second, that can't be. There's two reasons why that's an impossibility. First of all, where do they have tit? Where do they have clay and Harabayas? All the building materials in Harabayas were actually made out of lime and sand, not tit, which is made out of earth and water. And furthermore, is a person allowed to destroy these Sifrei Kaddish with their hands? You're allowed to put them in an open area and then they're going to decay on their own, but you're not allowed to actually actively take a bucket of clay and dump it on it. So that's not what actually happened. It must be that they buried it under the pile of bricks. But now back to the reason why we actually brought this b'risa. Again, we had asked a question of Huna from a b'risa, clearly saying that even if you hold that you're not allowed to read these Sifrei Kaddish, they're written in different languages, nonetheless, you're allowed to save them from a fire on Shabbos. And Rav Huna tried to say that, no, it's a machlekes tanaim. What's a machlekes tanaim? Man tanai, who are these tanaim that go like Rav Huna and Rav Chizda? Koftes Vavon on the top. Elam, if you're going to say Tanakama to Rav Yaisi, if you're going to say it's this b'risa that we just brought, that there's machlekes between the Tanakama and Rav Yaisi, whether or not you're allowed to save them from a fire, and Rav Chizda would be like the Tanakama, and Rav Huna would be like Rav Yaisi, 
see, we say, hold on one second. Perhaps this is the machlex between the Tanakam and Rabbi Yaisi. Marsav or Nitnu Likris Behen. It could be the Tanakam holds you're allowed to read these farm that are written in different languages. Umarsavar, Lenitnu Likris Behen, and Rabbi Yaisi holds you're not allowed to read from them. And that's the only reason why they argue whether or not you're allowed to save them from fire. We say, Ella must be Rabbi Yaisi Vitana de Giptis. Rabbi Yaisi over here holds that you're not allowed to read from them, therefore you're not allowed to save them from a fire. And the Tan of the previous Brasa that we brought that started out Giptis, that if you had written in ancient Egyptian or in Ksav Ivri or other languages, that had said Beferush, that even though you're not allowed to read from them, nonetheless you're allowed to save them from a fire. So we actually have Machlekes Tanaim, whether or not you're allowed to read from these farm if you're allowed to save them from a fire. So Rav Huna has a support for his opinion. And the Gemara continues, Tan Rabbanan, Habrachas Vakameim, Brachas and Amulets. Brachas are referring to the Brachas that were instituted by Chazal, such as Shemayna Esrei. That's considered Tayr Shabal Peh, and they're technically not allowed to be written down. So the Gemara says, Af Isis Shel Shem, even though it has letters of Hashem's name, and many different topics of the Torah. They may not be saved from a fire on Shabbos. They have to be burned in their place. Then and the names of Hashem. The Gemara says, From here we could say, Someone that writes down or other brachas, It's like they're actually burning the words of Torah because if a fire happens on Shabbos, you're not allowed to save them. You shouldn't write it down. The Gemara says, There was a story with a person, He was writing down these brachas in Tzidon. They went and they told Rabbi Shmuel what this fellow is doing. Rabbi Shmuel went to go check out the situation to make sure that it was true. When he was going up the ladder to this fellow's house, the fellow was able to sense that Rabbi Shmuel was coming to check out what he was doing. He went and took a packet or a bundle of the brachas and he dumped him into a bucket of water erasing everything that he had written. And in this language, Rabbi Shmuel told him, the punishment you're going to get for the later sin is worse than the first one. The first one, you were just over on the fact that you shouldn't write them down. But the second one, you actually be a dying with your own hands, erase the name of Hashem, that's terrible, and that's much worse. He asked him the following question. What about if we have Sifrei Tanakh written in Psalm, it's written in all these inferior inks, but it was written in Lashon HaKadosh. Are we allowed to save it from a fire on Shabbos or not? We're asking both the Fidim and the Amr that you usually are allowed to save things from a fire, and according to Mandamar that you're not allowed to save. Tibai Lamandamar ain't Matsilin. We're even asking according to Mandamar that you're not allowed to save things from a fire. Hani Mili, the reason why you wouldn't be allowed to save something is Hechid Xivi Targum Bukhalashan. That's because it's written in Targum or other languages. Avalhok over here, the Xivi Lashan Akadish, it's written in Lashan Akadish, Matsilin. Perhaps you're still allowed to save it. Idilmar, perhaps a Filamandamar Matsilin. Perhaps even according to the Mandamar that you're usually allowed to save things. Hani Mili Hechid Xivi Bidioi. That's because it's written in Dioi, the Mikhaim. That it's a very long lasting ink, and that's the ink it's supposed to be written in. And even though it's written in other languages, nonetheless, you're allowed to save it. Avalhachab, but over here, the ink is not long-lasting, and it's not very strong or stable. Perhaps you're not allowed to save it, even though it's written in Lashon HaKadosh. Amrleh, he told him, Eid no saving it. You wrote it with improper ink, so you're not allowed to save it from a fire. So the Reish Kalusa says, hold on, Baharav Hamunatana, or Hamunatana, Brahisa Matsilin, that you are allowed to save it. Amrleh, so he responded, okay, Itanya, if we have a Brahisa Tanya, so that Brahisa is taught, and I retract my Psak. We say, my Tanya, what exactly is that Brahisa? Amravashi Ravashi says, Kitatanya, we have a Brahisa, Ain Bain Sfarmala Megillah, there's no difference between all other Sifre Tanach and Megillah, that's Megillah's Esther, Elish Esfarm, Nuchtam, Buchalashin, other Sifre Tanach are allowed to be written in other languages, U Megillah, but Megillah's Esther, Ashtek Suva Ashuris, it's got to be written in Ksav. 
Avashuras, which is what our Sefer Torah written in, Al HaSefer, on Klaf, Ubediyoi, and with Diyoi ink. And from the fact that this is a difference between Megillah and all other Sfarim, we can learn from here that if other Sfarim are not written in Diyoi, they're written in other inks, so that's still considered okay, and we would save it from a fire on Shabbos. A sefer that doesn't have altogether 85 letters, like the parsha of Are we allowed to save it from a fire or not? As we'll soon see in the Gemara, the parsha of Ahibin Sayyarin and Chomesh is 85 letters and it's considered its own Chomesh. And we learn from there that a Sefer Torah that got erased or the letters got worn out, if it still has 85 letters, that's considered a Sefer Torah still and it's considered Kaddish. And the question being asked over here is if it doesn't have 85 letters, are we going to save it from a fire? Amrleh, he said, Parsha's Vahibin Sayyarin Gufa. You should have asked about Vahibin Sayyarin itself. What about if we have a piece of cloth that has the Parsha of Vahibin Sayyarin written on it, but it's missing a letter or two? So you should have asked me about that. So Rav Huna Machalav responds, no. When we have the Parsha Vahib and Sayyah, and it's missing a couple letters, like Kamibayali, that I'm not asking. The Kimid Ispe has cars, since it has Hashem's name in it, even though it doesn't have 85 letters, Matzilan, we'll still save it from a fire on Shabbos. Kikamibayali, my whole question was, Sefer Torah She'ain by the Lakate. If we have a Sefer Torah that doesn't have a compilation, we can't gather 85 letters throughout the whole thing. My, what's the halach over there? Amrlai said, In Matzilan, you're not allowed to save it. It doesn't have 85 letters. The Gemara says, Hold on one second. Eisve, Targum Shiksavi Mikra, something that was supposed to be written in Targum in Aramaic, and you wrote it as Loshana Kaidish. Umikra, something that's supposed to be written as Loshana Kaidish. That was written as Aramaic. Uksav Ivris, or Uksav Ivris, which was this ancient Hebrew script, that's allowed to be saved from a fire. And for sure, Targum that is written in Sefer Ezra or Daniel, or some Targum that's supposed to be written in the Torah, there are numerous times throughout Ezra and Daniel that the words are not written in Hebrew, they're written in Aramaic, and even in the Torah sometimes that happens. And we say that those things are allowed to be saved from a fire. And now the Gemara develops this question What exactly is the Targum that's written in the Torah? Yegar Sahadusa. This is when Lovin was chasing Yaakov, he caught up with him and they made a peace treaty and they called the place where they were Yigar Sahadusa and that's Aramaic. So we say and implies that if we have just that section written on a piece of parchment, just the words Yigar Sahadusa, that we're going to save it. So we see even if it's not 85 letters, we're going to save it. How could you say you're not allowed to save a piece of parchment that has less than 85 letters? Say no, Kitanya Hila Hashlim. That's talking about if we want to complete the 85 letters. If we have less than 85 letters and the only way to complete them is Yigar Sahadusa, so that's counted even though it's Aramaic. But if we have less than 85 letters as a whole, that's not going to be counted and we're not going to be allowed to save it. Now the Gemara asks regarding this halacha of 85 letters. These 85 letters, do they have to be grouped together in order to be considered 85 letters and the Sefer Torah still has Kedusha? Or are they allowed to be spread out all over the Sefer Torah and still it's considered Kaddish? Rav Huna Marv Huna says they have to be grouped together in the same area. Rav Chizdamar, no, even though they're spread out. The Gemara asks, Mesve, Sefer if we can gather from all over the Sefer Torah 85 letters, like the Parsha Vahib and Sayyarin, Matzilun, then we'll save it. If not, we won't save it. This is obviously not like Rav Huna that said that they have to be grouped together in the same place. The Gemara answer is no. Rav Chizda explained the Brisa according to the way that it could even fit like Rav Huna. But we're talking about words. If words are scattered all over the place, then if those words add up to a total of 85, 85 letters, that's okay. But if we have letters that are scattered,
shattered, that's not going to be okay, but that's not what the Bryce was talking about. And more about this halacha that we're talking about, this 85 letters. Tan Rabbanon, Vayhibin Sayorin, Vayemir Maisha, this parsha, parsha zu Asalakarish Baruchu, Samanias Milamalamata, this parsha Hashem made with signs above and below. Right before the parsha Vayhibin Sayorin, there's an upside down nun, and right after the parsha Vayhibin Sayorin, there's an upside down nun. Loimar, to tell you, Kufta Zainabad Aleph, Sheein Zemakayma, this is not the proper place. Really, it should be in Parsha's Bamidbar when we're discussing the entire setup of the encampment of the Jews, where all the Dekalim were, where all the flags of the different Shvatim were set up. Right after that, it should say, Vahib and Sayarin. And then when the Arin traveled, so everyone traveled in the formation that we had just spoken about. So this is not really the proper place for it. That's why we have the Simanim to tell us that it really belongs somewhere else. Rebbe Ami Rebbe argues and says, No, this is not the reason why it's an upside down nun. It's considered like its own Sefer, and that's why it has upside down nun. So say that this little Parsha is its own Sefer. We're going to learn more about this tomorrow. Everyone should have a wonderful day.